0: Love, talk Radio Welcome to episode number 131 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live Talk Show and Podcast brought to you by Just Thrive Probiotics. I'm Dana and happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I'm Tiffany,
1: aka Kermit the Frog, and we'll be your hosts for today.
2: Uh, you <laughs> happy Valentine's so Day. Great.
0: Honey.
1: Thank you, thank you. Um, This
0: is my horse,
1: sexy voice for Valentine's Day.
0: I love it. Thank you. Um, And, you know, we were talking, my husband and I earlier, really quick about, I was like, can we put a heart or something on the show? Because it's going to be our Valentine's show. It doesn't matter when you listen to it. This is our Valentine's show. It's our self-love, happy, you know, um, Valentine's show. So whenever you're listening to it, today is Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2018. Today we are talking with a really amazing guy, gratitude and self-love expert and author, Danny Cohen, about cultivating a deeper love of you, which is really important. Tiffany and I were just talking about this and giggling again before the show. It's a really, really (laughs) important topic, and we're excited to dive into it with him.
1: Yes, we are. And first, we want to just give a shout-out to Just Thrive, thriveprobiotic.com. It is a spore-based probiotic, very unique. Uh, verified to survive gastric acid you got to get on their email so you can see all of these uh, studies that are done and uh, it's an amazing probiotic dana and i both take it it's gluten dairy sugar-free non-gmo and it has been proven to reduce endotoxins triglycerides and symptoms of leaky gut now what makes that different is that it's proven that's the point is so many probiotics out there are not proven to do what they say they do so Check them out, thriveprobiotic.com.
0: Yeah, check them out. We we love them. And also, I talk about this at the end of the show, but I wanted to mention at the beginning of the show, we will be launching our amazing product, Thyroid Refresh, soon, soon, soon. So stay tuned.
1: And That's get on I want our email
0: list, too. Huh? Yeah, get on our email list, <laughs> thyroidrefresh.com. Yes, for updates. You You'll bet. be the first Absolutely. to know, right?
1: All right, well, let's get our love on. Let's get yeah. the Starboard Nation thriving. And it looks like he is with us. Good morning, Yay. Danny. How are
0: you this morning?
2: Good morning. I'm amazing. How are you, Tiffany and Dana? I'm doing amazing. so
0: good. I'm yeah. speaking for Tiffany. We're both doing good. We're both doing very well. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Happy Valentine's Day to you both.
1: Happy hmm. Valentine's Day. You know, this is an awesome. this is an awesome topic. Danny, it really is, the self-love and self-acceptance, and it is so underestimated in healing.
2: Yeah. Well, gratitude is the superior attitude, and today being the day of love and self-love, most importantly for those of us that are not in a relationship with somebody else, we have to be in a relationship with ourselves, and that's the most important relationship that you can be in, So, and we most often ignore that. So yeah, absolutely we do. Really important. yeah, we do. You
0: know, I don't know many ahead. women especially who who can look in the mirror and say I love you to themselves, and myself included. And I think it's a really really big topic. I've become better at it. I've been more appreciative saying I love you seems a little silly, but I've become more appreciative and I say nice things to myself. Every now and again, more so than I used to. And I think it's not easy for women to do, and for men as well. But it's something that we need to do, right?
2: Always, 100%. I mean, every day to show yourself a little love and to even say those words, to say I love you out loud, look in the mirror, tell yourself that I love you for who you are, what you are, and all the imperfections. It's so important to be able to do that. On a daily basis And it's something that we Most often deny ourselves to do But it's extremely important mm-hmm. and I, mean, I, I, think, people, I think
1: even more so When people don't feel well mm-hmm. You know it's, it's such a tendency to, to constantly be focused on The aches and pains Or the lack of cognition Or lack of passion Or whatever it is Creativity, whatever it is Rather than being really really grateful that you know we've been given life another day and you know we may not feel well but we're still heads and tails you know in a better situation than so many and i think that that's a huge component in in you know gratitude is such a huge component in in healing i don't know that's that's something that that i personally found i i would have to say for sure
0: Let's, before, we get, before we go uh, any further, I really want everybody to know who, who those of the people out there that don't know who you are. I would like for them to learn a little bit about you and your history. Um, you know, I, I introduced you in the beginning as author uh, and uh, self-help and self-love uh, guru, but um, let's tell everybody and share your
2: story. Um, well. My name is Daniel Cohen. I'm an inspirational speaker, gratitude coach, and author of the book "Keep On Keeping On." Now, 31 days, 31 promises to bring more hope, love, and passion into your life. And now, that book was actually written back in 2013, which is when my gratitude journey had really begun. Um, I had, I have epilepsy and cerebral palsy. And I've had epilepsy since the age of nine, and cerebral palsy I've grown up with throughout my life. But uh, in 2013, I had chosen, I was uh, chosen as a candidate for the seizure surgery. A year prior to that, actually, as it all started, in 2012, I had had a series of brain surgeries. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I had had a series of seizures that had prompted these brain surgeries a year later, and those uh, seizures were caused by built up of stress. Um, I didn't have the greatest of childhoods. I was bullied and teased in school Um, here and there where kids didn't accept me for who I was. They would tease me and, and treat me differently because of my disabilities. So throughout the years, and... Um, as I grew older, I didn't accept myself either. So, as the years passed, um, I eventually, in 2012, I had wanted to end it all, and I had—I uh, was living in Brooklyn at the, at the time, Brooklyn, New York—and um, I had chosen to take uh, a trip into the city, um, and I wanted to end my life. Um, so uh, the way I was going to do that was to put myself in front of a a subway. Uh, And I remember this day completely vividly where as I was standing on that subway platform and I was getting ready to jump in front of that subway, there was a train whistle. And I remember looking at the conductor because I was in front of the train and something had stopped. I had heard a voice that told me to stop and not do this. And... Thankfully, I didn't. I had then got back on the train. I'd gotten home, and I'd gotten on a phone with a friend of mine. And during that phone conversation, I told her I was going to have a seizure, and those seizures turned into seven seizures. Uh, they were seizures that were out of the ordinary. Um, they had ended up knocking me unconscious. Uh, turned out to be, I guess they were considered grand mal, because they were seizures that I'd never had before progressed. I ended up finding myself throughout those couple of weeks of, of healing. I I started to really dive deep and, and see that I needed to make a change for myself during that year of recovery in 2012. I need, you know, I found out that my seizures were caused by an overabundance of stress and anxiety that were built up throughout these years of not knowing and accepting who I was. And uh, as my recovery started and I started to really be grateful for who I was and, and accepting who I was, I started to show that through a number of different um, things I posted on Facebook and Twitter and inspiring other people to accept themselves for who they were, to be, to be grateful for who they were. And then a year later, I had gone into this the surgery in 2013. But the surgery... Um, which was supposed to be about 80% success, had turned out to be successful. And oh. now, the thing was, it was an unsuccessful surgery, but it was successful in so many other ways. I got into the surgery. My doctors had found out that I would have uh, more movement in my left arm, which was unsuccessful. You know, it was un. It wasn't expected at all, but have very minimal movement in my left arm. I'm what's considered a, a left hemiplegic. So it's just a left side, uh, no movement on the left side, or very minimal movement on the left side. So I end up having more movement on my left side, more mental focus, more clarity. Uh, so even though it didn't help me with my seizures, it helped me in so many other ways. And I was extremely grateful for the fact that I had this surgery. I mean, I, I was doing in life again. You know, I looked at my life completely different way. You know, I, I had to really look and see, so this is your life now. You were dealing this way for 33 years and now you're stuck living this way for the rest of your life. And you were given this gift of more movement in your left arm. You have less severe seizures, but you still have them. You have more mental focus, more mental clarity. And so I started to write and that's where my book, Keep On Keeping On Now had come about. Um, and so I, I wrote these 31 promises to myself. Promises to be more grateful. Promise to cherish my family more. Promise to love myself more. To live life to the fullest. And so I wrote these promises down. And so then uh, I, and I, I live by them every day. You know, some days are harder than others, but I live by those promises each and every day. And now uh, back in October, I wanted to share these promises with everybody else. And so then I published the book uh, and now I'm sharing those promises with everyone else. So that's the book uh, that's out there today.
0: That is so fabulous. Uh, You turned that into such a positive and I can't imagine what you have been through and went through and, and what, one of the key things, although there was many that stuck out to me while you were sharing your story, was that you know, those things were caused by stress. You know, and you have doctors and, and highly qualified doctors, and I'm sure they're the ones that told you this was brought on by stress. And if, it, if stress can do that, stress yeah. can do that. I mean, that's, that's huge. And we can't get rid of stress, right? We, we all know there's just too many things coming at us every day. We can't get rid of stress. But if we move through it and manage it and we learn tricks and coping mechanisms and things, then I think we can be successful in living with the stress that you know you can't get rid of. And I, I find it fascinating that you have been through everything that you've been through and come out on this side and, and to be so grateful and, you know, live by these promises is, is wonderful. Thank
1: you. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's amazing too, because, You think about, you know, it's just love is a word, you know, where people can be in relationships and it really doesn't matter what other people do for you. It matters how you view you, you know, um, and that can get very overwhelming, particularly for people that don't feel good. You can focus on, on, you know, things that you're, you know, short in or can't do or not feeling well or whatever what are some, you know, um tell us some things that, that help you, Danny, when you are feeling in a in a situation of I know you talk a little bit about being ungrateful, which is an interesting word, but things that um that you do on a daily basis if if you're combating that type of stress or depression or whatever to help twist that around. Do you have any helpful tips or
2: so what I mainly, and I, I do this every single morning, you know, I I prime myself every every morning for the day, um, is I always find some, you know, some silence throughout the day. And, you know, I, I do this first thing in the morning where I give myself about an hour and a half to two hours of no social media. You know, I, I do a gratitude call and I do that. That's the only, only time that I post, but I don't, I don't check social media at all. I don't respond to anything. I don't check it. I don't look at it. I don't check the news. or I don't even watch the news, to be quite honest. I haven't watched the news in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great
1: way to be depressed, watching the news. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But I give myself that hour and a half to two hours of some silence. I listen to some inspirational music or some, or some motivational videos. And then I go for walks. I always go for a walk every single morning, and I allow myself to be more mindful of the day in that way, where it keeps me present throughout the day. It gives my myself a chance to hold the state of being more present and being more mindful and focused of, of what I need to do and where I need to be. Because if I don't, and I notice this, if I don't go for those walks, if I don't, listen to something that's inspirational, motivational, and I don't quiet my mind first thing in the morning. And even if I don't do this any time during the day, I end up feeling pretty lousy. So that's one of the the main things that I can suggest anybody to do is, is give yourself that silence first thing in the morning. Also, to say thank you. That's one of the first things that I do once I, I open my eyes and when I say thank you for this day.
1: Right.
2: Life so, is a gift. Life is the biggest gift. And I thank God for this day always. You know, it was uh it was a, a gift that I was given in two thousand twelve when I was on that subway platform and then I didn't put myself there, so I'm thankful for that. And then as everything transpired and I went through all the things I went through throughout twenty twelve and then two thousand thirteen. So it was it was like a a rebirth in a sense after I had those surgeries. So I'm thankful you know, for all that.
0: You know, you talked about really quickly I wanted to mention you talked about, you know, your walks and how they keep you present. And I, you know, some people just it's so it sounds so simple that they might dismiss it, but it's really it's very important. I use my walk to the mailbox because it's down the block. I use that as my as my morning walk or my afternoon walk, and I don't treat it as going to the mailbox. I treat it as I'm outside. I'm enjoying nature. I'm present. I walk slow, even when it's cold. You know, because it's only a, you know, five-minute outing, right? I mean, and I try to notice things and, and breathe and take a moment to be grateful. And sometimes I don't even know for what. I'm just, you know, outside enjoying and being. And I really think it helps me. And it's just a little walk to the mailbox. So if your mailbox is closer than mine at the end of your sidewalk, just take it as a, you know, you're going outside, even though you are getting the mail, it's something you have to do every day. And so just take it as a, as one of those, you know, um, moments for yourself or try to, because uh, that's what, you know, when you were saying earlier, you take your walks, some people dismiss it. And, and I think it's really very important. It does keep you, it does keep you grounded. If you're not just running out to the mailbox and grab the mail and run back in or wherever you are on your walk, if you really just kind of take it easy, take it slow, it's a good opportunity to to reflect and to have a little bit of self-love. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know about
1: you guys, but for me when I get too much into myself (laughs) is when it's like I'm on skis (laughs) on the downslope. you know what I mean, when I start (laughs) thinking too much about, you know, whether it's, you know, financial troubles or pain or, you know, anything like that, but if I can remove myself you know, in other words, as long as I'm thinking about others, I'm usually in a much better place. You know what I'm saying? So oftentimes volunteering or, you know, um, just being outside of myself. I don't know if that's anything you guys experience, but my husband even knows that he's like, oh, boy, here we go. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but it helps, you know, kind of keep me not focused on on, you know, ailments or, you know, troubles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's super helpful for me. And and like doing four positives to a negative. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, Danny, but if yeah. you have something that you yeah. want to change about yourself or you don't care for necessarily or whatever, to to proceed that with four positives and things that you mm-hmm. do love about yourself. Because you know, we all have things we don't particularly care about ourselves, and I think that's okay too, right? We're in this constant Absolutely. cycle of, of being better individuals on this planet. So, um, but to kind of proceed the working one with, you know, four things that you do like about yourself.
2: Right. I mean, as you just said, there's always something that we're not going to like about ourselves. But if you can always pick those those four things that you do like and continue to work on, I mean, you're always, we're, always, we're all works in progress. Right. So allow yourself at least that permission to pick those four things. But then there are uh, those of us that don't allow ourselves that permission to pick those four things. And that's where the gratitude piece comes in. You got to always find yourself uh, or allow yourself that permission to be grateful for the fact that you were given the day. And, you know, when I talk to some people that are are dealing with, um, you know, it could be a myriad of different issues, but they... Are finding it so hard to find those those little things to be positive about or grateful about? It's very easy to, uh, to to be able to find the simple things in life to be grateful for. It's not always it doesn't always have to be a big thing, you know. Your your breath and The fact that you were able to get out of bed, you know, so there's always going to be something that you don't like about yourself and about the, the world that you're in, because we always like to compare the external stuff that we're dealing with. And I talk about that a lot too, but we can't compare our external world because if we constantly compare our external issues, we're not going to be able to heal our internal issues.
0: And that's and, uh, I agree. And one of the things I'm thinking as you're talking is something I've been working on, and that is people don't allow themselves the gratitude or the self-love because they're in this, or some people, they're in this perpetual, um, I don't know, melancholy, or they don't feel good and they're chronic fatigue. And so they're like, how can I be happy? if I'm feeling so terrible, like I'm not even going to introduce that. Cause really I just want to stay in bed and be cranky or I don't feel good. And they have this kind of mentality. It's, it's about the moments. So just because you say, I love you in that moment, you know, you look in the mirror and you say, I love you. And you mean it. After that, you can go back to feeling not so good. You know, it's not like you have to give up all those things. It's just different moments throughout the day where you take time to appreciate yourself. And after a while, those things kind of kick in and take over and help you take over that negative feeling or mindset or not just take over or change it, but lean you more towards positive things about yourself. And when you have a positive mindset, healing is so much more possible. So, you know, I just wanted to mention that because there are people out there that, a lot of people, they just don't feel good, so they're like, "How can I right. say these, you know, nice things to myself when I just don't feel good? I don't feel like saying those things. Just saying them doesn't mean you don't feel, you know, you have to feel okay in that moment. Or saying them doesn't mean that you're just going to be like, well, if I say I love myself, then I must feel fine. No, it they're separate things. Does that make sense?
2: Right. Yes. Does absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, and negative. Let's talk about negative self-talk. I mean, women mm-hmm. are notorious for this, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm heavy or, you know, whatever it is, you know, I mean, negative self-talk can be um, consumptive and catchy, you know. So once you get into that, that rhythm of, of speaking badly about yourself, you know, I always, I always tell my kids that when what comes out of your mouth, you give life. Mm-hmm. So to think about when you're talking negatively about yourself in an, in an out loud, talking about it out loud, you know, think about the fact that you give that life. So in the same respect, if you can catch yourself before you do that and say something positive out loud, Always. you know, Always. It is hands down. And then it's catchy. You know, I mean, you'll find yourself, I mean... I don't know about you guys, but but negativity can be, whoo, boy, it can be consumptive, you know, where you're yeah. just constantly thinking about the, you know, seeing the negative in life, and you know, uh, it can be consuming. So if we can flip that around and and be positive, and that can be hard work. I think that's really important to say. For some people, particularly when they don't feel good, being positive is hard work. It takes, you know, an actual thought process to be positive and to change it. Yeah.
2: And you can do it when
0: you don't feel good. It's hard, right? But you can do it. It's hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, and I think a negative attitude, it stems a lot from, you know, from all the external things that we notice and, and we like to feel negative. We don't always like to feel the positive within, although we all strive for it. You know, we all want to be grateful. We all want to be positive. But at the same time, we like to gossip and we like to feel that there's something, yeah, we like to feel that there's something that's not so right about the world that we live in, about the world that's inside of us either. Mm -hmm. So we tend to look to the negative instead of the positive. And then we end up allowing that to build up more and more and more until it manifests and manifests until it turns into something even deeper but if we can turn that around and say something positive every day as you are as you were saying that can eventually turn your subconscious mind around as well if you can we can retrain your subconscious mind it's it's not like you can. A lot of people think that they can't retrain their subconscious mind. But your subconscious mind grasps onto everything. Right. And if you allow your subconscious mind to grasp onto those positive thoughts as opposed to those negative thoughts, you'll allow yourself to move forward in life with a more positive outlook. But people were so conditioned to look at the negative as opposed to the positive. So it's wanting that it's, it's more of of a want to be positive. So when I try and, you know, that's why I'm always posting things on my Facebook page, even though if, if I, you know, I can, I tend to have my seizures vary now. So I have uh, probably three or four a month and I don't, you know, I don't blast it on Facebook. I don't tell people about them, but so I can be having a really rough day, but I choose not to talk about it. I I go about my day. I do my gratitude calls every morning. And I still talk about really positive things because I want to feel positive throughout my day as well. And the more positive that I put out there, it's, it's all about energy. So it's, the more positive energy I put out, the more positive I feel.
1: Right. Absolutely.
2: And, yeah. And so... And then, also, the more positive energy I get back as well. So, I, right?
1: We we get what we put out there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it
1: sounds it sounds so terribly trite. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but it is it is so true. I mean, I I see it. You know, just even in in little things. If if you're angry with a friend or angry with your husband or whatever it is, if you just walk up to them and hug them. It's like doing the complete antithesis of what's expected,
0: uh-huh. right?
1: Sometimes, and then they look at you like, you lost your mind, and then they'll laugh or smile or, you know what I'm saying? Or even, you know, something as simple as smiling at someone in a bookstore or, yeah. you know, I, I always try and focus on like when, when people, and we, we heard this with you in the train platform. I mean, if we look at the people around us in a day, We don't know who's sitting where in their life. They may look like they have everything together Mm -hmm. and may be one step shy, like you, Danny, of not wanting to be here anymore. Right. Right. And so sometimes just a, a simple smile from another person to be able to catch their eye and smile like you matter to me. I may not know you, right? That can change somebody's life in a split second. I mean, that could make me cry if we got into that. That is, that's profound. And it happens, right? You hear people talk about stuff like that all the time, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, or just a, a nothing, you don't even have to say anything to the person, just a smile. I mean, I've received yeah. those smiles. Have you guys received those smiles? Yes. You're just like,
2: yeah.
1: I don't even know this person, but I felt like, I mattered to them in mm-hmm. that moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that is awesome when you when you really think about
0: that. You know, I had a, a little, a quick little story to tell you guys yesterday. I was at the store with my daughter, and I was, you know, kind of in my own place shopping. We didn't have very much time, so I was kind of just, uh, you know, focused on what I needed. and And this woman just kind of was talking to herself and was like, but looked at me and said, God, these balloons are so expensive. I know that sounds silly, but I was like, I know they are. I didn't expect her to talk to me, but I had just looked at one of the balloons and it was like $18 or something. I was like, for a balloon, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I I didn't expect it, but it caught me off guard. And I was, you know, so focused and not grumpy, but just in a a place of, you know, focus. And so I, it stopped me in my tracks and I was like, Oh yeah, you're you're right. It, It is a very expensive. And I said, It's crazy, you know, shopping, and we had, you know, a little teeny tiny bit of small talk, and then we shop, and we're there for a while, and the lady and I pass by each other with our carts going opposite directions on the way out, and she says, happy Valentine's Day tomorrow, or happy early Valentine's Day, or something like that, I said, oh, you too, and my daughter, who wasn't with me when we initially started talking, was like, mom, like, you know, that was such a weird moment, and I'm trying to teach her, like, (laughs) You know what? These little moments are big deals. Like she didn't have They're to do deal. that. I didn't have to reply. It was so nice. It made me smile. I was like kind of giddy afterwards because she just said happy Valentine's Day or whatever she said. And I, I think those moments, you, you just don't realize how important they are. A smile, a little conversation, you know, stepping outside yourself. Uh, it's a really powerful thing that, that we can do for people and for ourselves.
1: Right, it's it's that's the the beauty of it is it's a dual win. Mm-hmm. It not only makes the other person feel good, but it makes you feel good at the same time. You know, I mean,
0: my daughter was like, "You're just uh, talking to strangers, mom." I was Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it made me feel good. It made her feel good. We were being nice. <laughs> People are nice. We can do this. This is, you know, it's not so hard. Right.
1: Yeah. Danny, let's talk a little bit about fear. I know that's kind of an off-the-wall topic, but uh, yeah. particularly with people with chronic illness, the fear and worry is, is commonplace, you know, at, at different times, sometimes worse than others. How do we work through fear? How do you deal with fear, especially you, my goodness, with not knowing when a seizure is going to be coming on or whatever? How do we work through that fear? And, and fear as well can be very consumptive.
2: Sure. Um, well, for personally for myself, for me, you have to, and what I talked about the whole time, is not to deny fear. I mean, fear is a very real emotion. We are experiencing it at some point in our lives, but we have to embrace it and then move forward with it. You know, life in itself is a beautiful mess, and I say that it's one of my favorite sayings in the world, and I say that all the time. So, you're always going to run across... Life in itself is a
1: beautiful mess, yeah. yeah.
2: You're always going to run across something that's going to make you afraid, something that's going to be scary, something that's going to be not so quite right. And it's going to either make you crumble or stand up and push through it. So you have to confront that fear. And, you know, there are multiple times throughout the months and throughout the weeks where I'm confronted and, you know, as I said, after my surgeries, my seizures are much, much less severe now. What I do now with my seizures, when I have them, is... I stop, especially if I'm in a public place. I stop, and I embrace it. You know, I embrace the fear. I embrace the episode. I tell myself that it's a real thing. It's it's happening, but I'm here now in the present moment, and life... Is beautiful, but it's a mess, but I'm here. And I get through the episodes. So that's the way... My suggestion for everyone to look at fear is that they have to be able to see it for what it is. They can't just deny it. Um, And what most of us tend to do is we do deny that we're going through something. But... Don't deny that you're going through something. Acknowledge the fear and then work your way through it. But don't allow it to stop from moving forward. And when I was going through my surgeries, you know, I went through a lot after those seven seizures in 2012. And then coming up to be a candidate for the seizure surgery, I had a lot of decision-making to come up with. You know, right. the, what the surgery is, is they remove a piece of your brain. So they remove... Uh, about a four, I guess it was a four-centimeter piece of my temporal lobe. Wow. So, I mean, that's a, a big decision you have to make.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And, uh, and then to find out that you're only at about an 80% success rate, you kind of really teetering on, should you do it, should you not do it? You've been living this way for 33 years, so what's going to stop you from moving forward and then you're... You are know, going to be stuck with it for the rest of your life anyway, but then you have a chance of being seizure-free. So I was going through a lot. And then I was talking to my parents and my brothers and everyone else, what they thought. So, but the ultimate decision was mine. And I figured I have to, I have to do this. I have to confront my fear. I've been through all this other crazy stuff in the past. I've been through... Numerous other, you know brain surgeries and other things as well as all the other things that I've been through in schools uh, In my school with Kids and this that and the other so that was a scary time for me and I've confronted that and I've been through that But I've confronted it and I've been through it and It's made me a stronger person and that's always the always the end result of confronting your fear It makes you a much stronger person if we don't confront our fear it continues to beat us down, and make, it actually makes us weaker in the end But if you, if, you if you confront your fear. It allows you, know, you to be a much stronger person.
0: You know, and when you deny that fear, it kind of gives it life. Once you kind of Correct. accept it and you think about it, yeah. you can move through it and move beyond it, and it doesn't, like, own you anymore once you say, I am afraid. Then right. it, it, you can stop and deal with it, and then move past it. Once you, if you're like, I'm not afraid, or or you give yourself that hesitation, then it gives it life, and it makes it even right. that much harder.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah.
1: You know, it's interesting too. for For me, you know, um, a lot of times the things that I've been worried about over the years, you know, is they haven't actually come to fruition either. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was always kind of the shoe dropping, you know what I mean? Of of, you know, when something terrible would happen again, like a, a another organ failure, or you know, I, I kind of was raised under the premise of, you know, how long is it? How long will life last? You know, is from very very young, mm-hmm. and it has a tendency to kind of consume you. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but you know, then you're you're worried so much about. And mine was kind of learned behavior. It was something that I was, I was taught. That sounds, you know, um, being young, that was always part of the, the definition of life for me. So, uh, and to be worried, you know, I kind of had this learned behavior to be worried about things that, that didn't happen, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you have to own it, and, but in the same respect, it may never happen right? All these things that you're worried about may never come to fruition and then we, you know, you waste the so much precious time worried about something that, that didn't happen. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of the things that we worry about, because we're, we're always, you know, we're, we're thinking about the future and then we compare it to the past and it's, you know, all the things that we're that we're worrying about, as you just said, that the majority of it is is not going to come true, and that's where we're always feeling the the most fear because we're we're always thinking the worst. But if we allow ourselves to come back to the present, and you know, I say this a lot too, because worry is thinking about our future and it's not so much the past but it's it's thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow and the next day and the next day but you're if you allow yourself to, to bring yourself back to the now you won't feel as worried you know you and what I find is and that is also embracing your fear it's allowing yourself to be at peace in the moment, accept where you are, and accepting the fear, accepting all that is right now. But the majority of things that we do worry about won't ever come true. Hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's just embracing where we are right now in this moment. And, you know, that's something that it's ongoing for all of us. We all have to try and, and bring ourselves back to where we are now. And, and that's where I notice for myself personally, that's where when, when I have a seizure, my seizures are brought on by stress. So when I find myself thinking too far ahead, right, I always have to bring myself back to the moment. And so that's why my mantra is I'm alive and well in this present moment. And I say that yeah, I love consistently that. throughout mm-hmm. throughout my seizures. So, you know, and I I say it uh, silently to myself, so I'm alive That's and well lovely. in the present moment. Thank you.
0: It and, it reminds me of what's the saying? Um, you can't, uh, you know, worry robs us of you know our present moment. You know, tomorrow's worry yeah. robs us of, of of today, which is a gift. Yeah, and. I try to think about that often, and I know some professional warriors in my life, and uh, I try to rub off on them, but um, it isn't easy sometimes, and I get it, and I try to be mindful of it because you can get caught up in it. So I want to ask you really quickly. I know we can't keep you forever, but I wanted to ask you, uh, do you have any motivational videos or speakers that you listen to that might be kind of fun and interesting to share with the, uh, the audience? Or that you know favorites books that you like to read, inspirational.
2: Sure. sure. Well, what I as I mentioned earlier, what I do every morning is I, I listen to uh, ser- there are certain YouTube channels that I actually tune into every, uh, every morning. There's let's see, I can actually find for you here. Give me a, one second. Um, but there's there's Motivation Nation, which is one. That's a a YouTube channel that I tune into every morning. Um, There's another, there's Tony Robbins, which is, I tune into his channel every day. Um, He's
1: great. Mm
0: -hmm. Also, and he's one of those who has health issues and works mm -hmm. through it and makes the best of it. So it's
2: amazing. Yeah. GoalCast is another one that I always tune into every morning. GoalCast is full of different inspirational, motivational videos and such. So those are the select, I would say, the select um, videos. And Eric Thomas is another one that I listen to in the morning as well. Eric Thomas puts out a series of motivational videos. Usually every Monday he runs a motivational series, which is very good.
0: And you can get caught up in TED Talks and spend way too long <laughs> finding oh. inspiring stories <laughs> the on TED talks. Of TED talks. But that is <laughs> right, that okay. is a um, that's a great place to go as well, just to, for our listeners. Because I've you know listened to one that someone has posted or something, and then you know an hour later, I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? I've watched three others. So <laughs> you can definitely yeah. get caught up in. Them positive and inspiring TED talk. When You look at the clock. You're like, oh my god, it's three o'clock. Right? What am right. I doing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> at least I'm inspired. So.
1: That's yeah. what happens when I'm on Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have to. One of my friends. One of my friends actually sets a timer for Facebook because, oh my god, you talk about rabbit holes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is this is just woo. It can be so super scary. So I, I love it the can. fact that you said that you limit your time on Facebook too, you know, and then when they, they yeah. came out with the algorithm that they actually designed that to be addictive, you're like, God, that totally makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, terrible. That's <sighs> so true. My heart is full.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny is?
1: is, you know, it, Kind of just real quick before we wrap up, uh, the yeah. funny thing, too, is life reminds me of, of having a, a toddler. You know, I also have my mom with Alzheimer's, and it, it actually works very similarly. <laughs> but changing the scenery, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. feeling a little bit blue or whatever, to just mm-hmm. change the scenery, whether it's, you know, log into a comedy or... You know, it's really difficult to be depressed when you're laughing. I don't know if you you guys have find that. It's kind of like <sighs> you can't stay mad if you're running.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, and laughing, you know? is very high high and high energy, high vibrations. You know, it's really right. really good for us. So right. change the scenery hashtag. I love that, Tiff. That is that's fantastic. <laughs> my, they, my mom they used to tell you to take so the babies so outside. Concerned. Remember? Remember, you know, I mean, that's just one thing. They would say, you know, take your baby outside. It'll help calm them and things or, you know, change their, right. you know, just turn them around from where they're sitting and change the view. And it's and terrible. I'm, I'm terrible,
1: too, because uh, my husband always, he does the, um, from Chevy Chase, he'll go, look, kids.
0: <laughs> Big Ben.
1: <laughs> look the other way so he can do something else. <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's really very true, right, to just change the scenery, you know walking and looking Mm -hmm. around and, and just change of scenery, you know, Mm -hmm. a big self hug for this morning and a hug to the two of you. Thank
0: you. Right back at you. Right back 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 at at you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your, your story. I, it can't be easy. My heart goes out to you and Thank you. I thank you because it's an inspiring way to look at life especially amongst all the things that you've been through and um, the 31 Promises is a fabulous idea and I just, uh, I'm glad we had this time with you today. Thank you so much Danny.
2: Well thank you. I appreciate it very much and I'm glad that I was able to get the message out there and it was uh, really amazing to get a chance to talk with the two of you. So. I do appreciate it very much. Thank you.
0: And happy have Valentine's a great, great day and, and Happy yes. Valentine's Day. Yes.
2: Thank you. And keep
0: on keeping on. I love that.
2: Mm-hmm. Always.
0: Now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we will share um, with everyone where they can um, find you. Unless you'd like to, um, you know, go ahead and just say it right now. We can go ahead and
2: uh, tell everybody sure. your website. Well, you can. yep, yeah, You can find me at uh, keeponkeepingonnow.com. You can also find the book. I have the book available on the, the, the website there. You can also find the book on Amazon as well. So the book is available on Amazon. The book is available on my website. So it's keeponkeepingonnow.com. Um, and you also find me on Facebook. So Danny Cohen forward slash keeponkeepingonnow. And uh, you can connect with me there. I do daily gratitude videos. Other inspirational talks and such, but uh, let's connect. That would be great. And right. uh, thank you again, ladies, for having me on. It was a beautiful talk, and I really appreciate the two of you. So I enjoyed every bit of it. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Nice to meet you.
2: Yes, much you love, as yeah. well. Thank you. Big much, big much hugs of lots thank of love. Thank you.
0: thank you. Absolutely. Bye.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Ah, <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: my heart full. You know, is full. such
0: adversity and and so positive. It's, I mean, if he can do it, we can do it.
1: Anyone can do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyone Absolutely. can do it, right? Mm-hmm. I love the, the title of the book, Keep On, Keeping On, 31 Days, 31 Promises to Bring More Love, Passion, and Hope into Your into Life. Your life. Right, mhm hmm. you
2: know, that was <laughs> nice. Happy, happy right? day.
0: I'm
1: just feeling soothed and mm-hmm. and love and mm-hmm. right,
2: mhm,
0: happy, happy day. We have to work at it,
1: work at it. It isn't
0: easy, especially when you're not feeling love. well and it's not it easy. it does help. it's not
1: can it's be not easier easy. though. we can do things to make it That's easier right. and more
0: subconscious
1: and, but that's write work yourself in little notes right. write yourself
0: little notes, I have little notes I mean, I have them all around they fall off sometimes and I have to put them back but they're there, and little notes help, um, and, little, and, right. and little sweet notes for, for others too that's something you can do, it's not time consuming and it helps everybody involved, so little notes and change right. the scenery, those right. are our hashtags for the day, right?
1: Change scenery and if you find yourself headed down that negative path, you know Whoa, Nelly! Pull yourself back and remind yourself of something positive. right? Whoa, <laughs> Nelly! Whoa, Nelly! <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we're terrible.
2: We are gigglers we giggle
1: too much. Giggling is giggling is good. Giggling is essential to health. It really is. I'm sorry.
0: I can't help it. Is it is to mine. And it,
1: what? It is to mine for sure. It's good. Laughing is good. Ugh. It releases all kinds of amazing things, you know. Mm-hmm. Even smiling releases amazing things, mm-hmm. right? Love is love is beautiful, and life is beautiful. It really is. Every day, not just today. No, nope. I mean Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, but every, every day. day, right, is Love Yourself Day, and love others.
0: Okay, as always, we're a big thank you to our listeners, to you guys. We love doing the show, and if you love it as much as we do, we would love a review on iTunes. You can find the link on thyroidradio.com or thyroid nation and and click the radio tab. We'd really, really appreciate it. And if you've missed any of the shows, you can easily download while you're there.
1: That's right, and thriveprobiotic.com a very unique and special probiotic. Check it out, get on their email, thriveprobiotic.com.
0: Big fans. They have great newsletters, very informative, not too often. thriveprobiotic.com.
1: Love your gut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love your gut. Seriously. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we could we could talk all day about that, happiness mm-hmm. and positivity and all that and it's And it's association with gut flora and all that good stuff. So thriveprobiotic.com. Get on their email list.
0: And just a a bit about Thyroid Refresh. Jenny and I are so excited to launch. It isn't quite ready yet, so we are waiting. We want it to be just right before we share it with the world. And you can think of it, Thyroid Refresh, as your living, breathing Thyroid Lifestyle magazine. We put all kinds of inspiration, information, and support all in one place. And that gives you, you know, a little bit of empowerment. It helps you make the best choices for your health. So there, there's like expert written articles, really juicy and really well written. Uh, uh, cooking videos, instructional videos, some of them very, very simple, geared at me too, like, you know, how to cook and things like that. <laughs> how to chop something up, you know. Great, great movement videos, meditations, and uh, soon our wellness adventure will be launching. So uh, stay tuned. We're really excited for that. So check us out, thyroidrefresh.com. Just mm-hmm. our splash page for Beauty. now. Beauty will be launching. Yep. Beauty yep, yep, yep. and
1: positivity and mm-hmm. uh-huh. all things feel good. That's the way I would explain it. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> of course, Dana and I always want to remind you to love yourself. Right? That is the most important thing that you can do in your health journey is to love and accept yourself in this moment, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Let me get off the
1: show. Four positives, things you love about yourself. always Things you appreciate,
0: things you're grateful for, four things, right when you hang up. Right, four things, four things, right when we hang up. Close your
1: eyes or open your eyes or... And just be grateful for things about you, for things that you love about yourself. That's not conceited. That's not a waste of time. That is loving yourself because you can only be loved when you love yourself first. Mm -hmm. Other people are not going to do it for you. You can have amazing people loving you around you and still not feel loved because of the lack of self-love. And that Mm -hmm. is healing. So make sure to love yourself. You have an amazing you that is unique to you.
0: Yep. Reminds me of those little books we <laughs> I used to read when I was little. The you know, there's only one you or something like that. It was one of my favorites. Okay, guys, this is Dana. and Tiffany. You're Thyroid Nation Thrivers, bringing the collective voice of Thyroid Thrivers worldwide, so that together, united we heal. Next week is our 3 year anniversary show. I can't believe it. Thanks oh my guys.
1: Goodness. And, um, Have a wonderful week. Happy Valentine's Day.